Hello everyone, this is Donnie aka Elevated with Dota Alchemy and I'm here with Jenkins today and we thought we would do a little bit of a Q&A questions and answers session from our YouTube comments because we've been getting a lot of really good questions in the comment sections below. So I hope that you enjoy this video and let us know if you do like this type of content and we will make some more of it for you. All right, let's get into it. Any advice, guys? I play a position 4 or 5, and I'm happy to support. What would you recommend I do to try and calibrate as high as possible? I love Lion. He has nice disable and try my best, but sometimes you get bad games where people leave or are salty. But I would like to ask for any heroes you recommend or things I can try to carry the team. And if anyone needs support for party rank, give me a shout. The thing is, as a 5-roll support, you're kind of supporting... Or sorry, as something like a Lion, you'd be supporting a safe laner, which... You're, you're only impact in that game, albeit it would be very important, your impact would be to, honestly, you're just protecting the safe lane or getting them farm. And it's like, if they carry, they carry. If they don't, they don't. Maybe you help mid. Whereas, like, if you're if you're going into a dual offlane scenario in the current patch, you can completely control the outcome of the game because the entire enemy team is going to have to deal with you. And if they don't, you destroy that lane. You're going to get two supports to come bot, which frees up mid, which frees up your offlane. And then you're also going to beat the safe lane. So like, if you do that well enough, you just have more control over the game. So I would say just try to think about if you're looking to have the highest percentage chance of winning calibration games, look for heroes that have more control over the game rather than even necessarily heroes that are like broken or good. You, you just want control. Like if you're really, really good with something that's not necessarily good in the, in the meta, but it has a lot of control over the game and that's just your specialty hero, that's okay. You just want these heroes that have a lot of control over the game. And I think right now, uh, that's basically these kind of dual offlaning four roll heroes. Lion has, he can have a lot of impact, but he kind of needs to get like a couple of core items or just have like insanely good positioning. And he's not really one of those heroes that you can just run at a lane and get kills and like really impact tempo. He's more of like a reactionary hero until he gets like a blink dagger and um, can actually start doing stuff himself. So being able to do more than one job is really important. If your team is not going to carry you, then sometimes you kind of need to carry your team. And so being able to like clear waves, for example, which is something Lion doesn't really do, um, is a really big issue. Um, just because it's like, okay, you're Lion. None of your heroes are pushing out of their base because they're scared to die. What do you do? You go Earth Spike a wave like three times to clear it? No, it's not very efficient. You're not going to have any impact at all. Yeah, I guess it's just think about like, what is going to allow you to do the most possible in the game? Because chances are, since it's a pub and it's five random people, you're going to have people that are lacking things or people that are feeding maybe when they shouldn't be. And you're going to need to make up for that. Um, because if, if, you, if you have a, a five-man team where all of the important jobs aren't being done in Dota, for instance, split pushing, like Donnie said, uh, clearing out waves, if, you're not, if, if you don't have all of these jobs being done, it's going to feel like you're just trying to climb a mountain that just every time you get you know past a certain peak you look up and there's like another peak it's just going to get harder and harder and harder uh because that's how dota is if there isn't somebody doing each of the kind of important jobs like split pushing pushing towers it, it, it just it feels extremely hard unless the enemy team is really really bad and they completely lack in a lot of those uh things as well okay so this guy asks i'd like your opinions on niche picks like Arc Warden and Meepo. I feel these heroes can be great MMR boosting heroes, especially for um, anyone under Immortal tier because opponents just don't know how to deal with them very well. What are your thoughts? I think those are great. You should definitely last pick those if, you, if you're if you good with them. Just a matter of being 
being high skill enough with those heroes to to know that you can you can end the game. Because there's a difference between like laning with a hero or jungling with a hero or whatever, and then actually playing the full game and ending the game with a hero. So if, if you have that full skill set where it's like, okay, you can take it from point A to point B, then yeah, go ahead. I mean, the thing is, if you, it's kill or be killed. Like if you if you're not doing that, other people are going to do that to you, and their MMR is going to go up. They're going to be higher ranked. You're going to go lower. You're going to play against them sometimes. Like the you may as well be the one doing that. You know, like. If you don't play dirty, other people will, and their MMR will go up. It's this big friggin' math equation. It's all statistics. There's so many people that it, there's no there's no virtues here. There's no like, oh, it's it's not virtuous to to last pick one of these years. Nobody's thinking about that. Uh, anybody that that says that to you, that flames you for tryharding, they're just they're just mad. They're just mad and bad, and and they're they're gonna go do it. And and it, like I remember one time. Uh, I, I guess I, I guess I won't name drop because it's a, like it's a very very specific player, but uh, I remember I got flamed by a specific player for spamming axe, and uh, then I just look at his profile and he's just OD for like the last twenty games, just OD 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 like Ember Spirit OD, and it's like okay the Ember game the OD got banned, so people will flame you for doing that. You just have to not feel bad about it because they'll turn around and they'll fucking do it too. So you have, yeah, go ahead, do it. If you're good at it, go ahead and do it because you'll get you'll get really high MMR that way, which will give you good practice, which will get you better, which will get, you know, it's a cyclical thing. It's good for you. Definitely do it. As far as, like, what are good heroes to pick for calibrating, just pick your best hero, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Pick the hero that you feel the most comfortable on because when you're comfortable and when, like, you know every scenario, you're not going to feel super pressured. And these games are going to probably make people feel pressured because they're, like, a lot of MMR is riding on it potentially. So pick your best hero, and if your best hero happens to be a niche pick, more power to you. That's all I really have to say. Alright, this question is by Ashley Peng. She says, Hi Donnie, I've been following you since Pugna and originally wanted to sign up for Pugna because of you, but then you left. Is Dota Alchemy coming up with a subscription service similar to Game Leap and Pugna? Yeah, it's almost ready. We're basically we're basically we have the site up. It has some videos on it. We're basically trying to build a uh, like a repertoire of content first before we open it up to the public because we don't pe we don't want people subscribing uh and, and not getting bang for their buck yep don't really have anything else to add other than just uh both of us have learned a lot from working with both pugna and game leap for like about the last two years and so we're really excited to kind of put our own spin on the whole like teaching people to play dota better um because we feel like we have a good understanding of both Dota players and people who are trying to learn and get better at Dota at this point. Okay. Um, do you think that versatility is important to gain MMR or win in Dota generally? No, I don't think so. I really don't. I think that you can... I think that you can play like three or four heroes and... I get. I guess. I guess all I really need to say to to prove that is that I played like two or three heroes during my calibration, and I typically will rotate between like three and four heroes, and I'm rank fifty right now, and probably going to be higher with the with the new changes or whatever that they that they just put in. So, I I think that I think that you don't need to good at Dota in a competitive sense. I definitely think you need to be versatile, but in terms of in pubs. Uh, no, I don't think you need to be versatile, and I think I'm just a good counterexample to anybody who would say you do need to be versatile to win pubs because I'm not versatile. And I think honestly, I think if you look at competitive games too, there's a lot of there's a lot of like offlaners, there's a lot of these core players, even support players, that don't really pick a lot of heroes and they still they still win. Yeah, I mean like 
Kaka plays Sand King in like 80% of the games that Newbie plays. GH played like three heroes during their TI7 run. But one other counterpoint is it's kind of how you, de you define versatility, right? So in a game itself, you'll have to be versatile. Like if the game is going poorly, you're going to have to adapt to that. If the game's going well, you're going to have to adapt to that. If your team is getting owned because you have no vision, you're going to have to adapt to that. But as far as like picking versatile heroes and like having a massive hero pool, you don't necessarily need that at all. Actually, you just kind of made me ha have a thought uh, in, uh, on kind of a much grander scale. Versatility is important in terms of between patches, certain heroes will become very meta, very broken. And um, either you should be able to learn heroes very quickly, or you should already have in your repertoire uh, a little bit of practice on a certain hero. For, for instance, uh, Pudge is just becoming powerful again. That's a hero that I have like a thousand games with. It was terrible for the last four months, but since it's in my repertoire, now that it becomes powerful, I'm immediately a stronger player because I'm versatile in that sense. So I, I think that there there definitely is a level of versatility that's going to give you a higher chance of gaining MMR and winning games over a long period of time. But in terms of in a specific patch, I think versatility in terms of hero picks is not that important. Like Donnie said, definitely versatility in terms of within a game that's super important. That is that is completely important. Building certain items that you haven't built before, depending on the matchups and stuff like that, that'll win you so many games. However, playing three or four heroes, like Donnie said, GH basically won TI playing three or four heroes. At the very least, um, practice the heroes that might become meta in the future, I guess. And a good way to do that is just by playing for a long time. So I, I think that'll happen over time. And I don't think that's something that you can necessarily force. Being good with a lot of heroes such that once a hero becomes powerful you're already good at that hero uh especially for somebody like me i i, I learned particularly slowly so i wasn't really like a top 100 player until a year after i was playing dota at a high level because every time a patch would come out i would have to learn a new hero and i i learned pretty slowly so by the time that hero was nerfed i'd be good at it but it wouldn't really matter anymore i wouldn't be able to win with it because it's it's super nerfed and actually that's a really really good point uh, just to piggyback off of that, which is that if you are not versatile within the patch, you're only picking three or four heroes that seem to be strong, that you're good with, that you're having success with in the patch, that's actually a really good way to learn stuff because the more reps you have, the better you are at them. Whereas if every single patch you're just playing like 40 different heroes throughout the course of that you know, couple weeks or month or however long the patch lasts, then you kind of don't even get all of the nuance of playing those heroes you're basically just kind of doing what you've always been doing which is just to have like a mediocre level of understanding of all of the heroes in the game which is really not that conducive to becoming a high level player since you need to really kind of advance your play and become really really good at some heroes to be able to carry higher level games i disagree okay really no no i'm just fucking with you <laughs> okay all right, everyone, so I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you learned some stuff. And this is something that Jenkins and I think we might be doing on a regular basis, maybe once a week or every other week, answer a bunch of questions that you all are leaving in the comment section below. So keep leaving those questions, keep commenting. Let us know if you like this type of content and good luck, have fun, everyone. We will see you next time.